Welcome everyone to Is It A Film, a weekly podcast that critiques and memes films and also sometimes TV shows. No, fuck you. We only do films. And ask one very important question. Is it a film? No, this is a TV show. (laughs) I I thought you said we don't review TV shows. Contradictions. I hate you. Uh, Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Watch out. You probably sure already know that. I'm your host, Vincent, a.k.a. Vincent Boyman. See, I feel like that's better than you realize because there was a character on the show called Vincent Adult Man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I didn't even think of that nuance. That was so long. There's so many, like, the... First four seasons of Bojack, I have no memory. Like, I, I know points, but there's just so many things to him that I forget. Uh, and I'm joined by my ever time to go as my best friend, my pal, my amigo, my droop, Jonathan. A.K.A. Risa reserves the right to retain reservations regarding the regional reserve. <laughs> I thought I, I couldn't think of any tongue twisters, but you figured it out. Yeah. Like, almost to the show mm-hmm. accuracy. This is episode 30 of Visit a Film, an episode we would like to call, didn't come up with an episode title. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> That's the episode title, I yep. guess. Uh, this is, today we're going over the sixth and last season of the adult animated web television series, BoJack Horseman. BoJack Horseman. Uh, we're going to give you a basic ass intro, telling you why it's important, giving you a Wikipedia plot summary, and giving you a terrible last segment. No Google and IMD reviews, because it's hard to find reviews for, for just yeah, the, the last. Season. We'd have to go through and, like, would we do one for each episode? That'd be too long. Yeah, I don't I don't. Want to. I don't feel up to doing that. Uh, before we start, you can find Is It A Film on social media, at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Anthony and Todd. You can find us at YouTube.com, for just the Anthony and Todd Show, and you can find us at Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, by searching the Anthony and Todd Show in your favorite podcast browser, and you get the best of both film and music reviews. And uh, before we start, what's the basic ass intro? Or not the basic ass intro, what's the clip bait title? That's one. Um, I don't know. I, I had a hard time coming up with one. Because it's like... There was never going to be a satisfying ending with this. Yeah. No matter what you did, some element of it wasn't going to be satisfying. When we, when we get to the end, I'll talk about it. Because yeah. I think... Just because it's satisfying doesn't mean it's not good. It, yeah, there's, that, but that. It, there it, is no way that you could end the show addressing all the things you kind of needed to address because Bojack did some shitty things. Yeah. So you had to address the fact that he has to have some com- sort of comeuppance for that. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't hate Bojack, yeah. so you want him to have a decent life. Yeah. And there's no way you could really merge the two without doing kind of what they did, which is maximum ambiguity about where things go from there. Yeah. Um, just, I, I don't think the ending needed to be happy. Uh, when we get into it, I think there's a way around it where Bojack's arc's the same. Like, yeah. the, the story beats are still the same, but they add something on to the extra that's not related to that main story arc. I think the fact that pretty much everybody but Bojack had a satisfy, satisfying conclusion or, like, to their life, like... Pretty much everybody got a happy ending of some sort. Like, Todd finds um, the bunny. I, I forget the bunny character's yeah. name. And he has, like, a successful business doing something that he actually cares about and wants to do. He's not just jumping from weird adventure to weird adventure. Now he's kind of got a life where he actually likes what he's doing. Um, uh, Princess Carolyn is married to um, Jeb... Jeb... What Jebediah? Jebediah. No, I don't know. Job. I don't remember. Something like that. It began with J. Job is actually uh, Will Arnett's character on um, or, um, Arrested Development. <laughs> oh. like, That's and, weird. Yeah, and what? she has her like kid now, and Diane is dating the Buffalo whose character's name escapes. It's her. just Lakeith. Yeah. 
It's just Lakeith Pretty Daniels. much everybody but Mr. Peanut Butter got a happy ending. Peanut Butter which actually was, was happy in his ending. Yeah, he was like happy, but like he his life doesn't really change. Yeah. And I think that's fitting for his character. Because he's going to be happy regardless. Yeah, he's something. a character who kind of does a lot of terrible, shitty things. But it's ignorance. Yeah, but he does most things out of just pure, stupid ignorance. Yeah. Except for cheating on um, the pug. Yeah. That was kind of... Peaches? Yeah, Peaches. That was really super shitty. Uh, we could say a lot of these characters' names. I can yeah. make them up. Yeah. Um, but what is BoJack Horseman for that long intro? I don't know why you need to ask me this. It's a Netflix series created by Raphael Bob Waksberg. stars Will Arnett, Amy Sedaris, Allison Brie, Paul F. Tawkins, and Aaron Paul. Why is it important? It's one of the most notable television series of the last decade. On my list of like personal favorite TV series, it's number two. It's only second to Twin Peaks. Yeah. I think um, it's one of the most compelling pieces of animation. Not only animation, but a compelling television series in general. It's, that has uh, gratifying uh, both moments of comic hilarity, but also crippling depression. Yeah. And it manages to touch so many subjects in a way that doesn't feel like it's just like it's it has legitimate nuance to its yeah. discussion of topics um everything from like asexuality to, to abortion to depression to so many other things that are covered throughout the six series six seasons of the show sexism gun control shockingly <laughs> how it's handled and like the way gerrymandering gerrymandering <laughs> fracking um, the way the rich can just get away with whatever the fuck they want yeah it's just, it's so, like, shockingly nuanced, and sometimes it's nuanced by barely talking about it. Yeah. Like, the way that they literally just introduce the fact that there's a new law that if you're rich enough, you can just murder people without <laughs> consequence, and then it's never really brought up again, because that's how society pretty much works when it comes to dealing with the rich, is we mention some awful shit they do, and then we just forget about it. Uh, well, so we mentioned why it's important. Now it's time to go over this season. So last season, I'm going to give it a little bit of reclass. Last season left off Bojack. He got a job. No, that was mid-season arc. Uh, last season, Bojack was left off. He went to rehab. Yeah, he went to rehab. That's where he left yeah, off. Yeah, he got a job on the Filbert television series, which got a lot of acclaim. And it wasn't like a fake him getting acclaim like with his Oscar arc. This is like legitimately him getting acclaim for playing a troubled broken character but he also injured his back on set and so he became addicted to painkillers and, and also the director was very sexually abusive or yeah. not sexually abusive sexual so he was sexually harassing bojack yeah. essentially and just generally being kind of a piece of shit and then eventually bojack like on one of his like drug fueled like feigns or he like lost control or recognition almost choked one of his co-stars to Gina, death. who's yeah. a Brooklyn Nine-Nine lady. Yeah. I can't remember her real name. Sophia, like, Beatrix? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's so, it. Something like that. And then, eventually realizing that he has a real serious problem with drugs, alcohol, and everything, uh, checks himself into rehab. Yeah. And we're gonna do a Wikipedia summary. You know, do you know what Wikipedia is? It's the Please shut up. Internet's only. Please there's no up. other internet encyclopedias ever. There's and people like don't ton. read... <laughs> People don't watch things anymore. They read the Wikipedia plot summaries. I really feel like that's inaccurate, though. People, I feel like you read the Wikipedia summary. Yeah, I do, because I for this. I hate you. <laughs> I read them every week. Um, so, are you ready to get... We're, this is going to be weird, because episode by episode... So, like, they're just, each, like, super... 
summaries to like actual summaries. Yeah, like essentially each one's like a sentence. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna read the episode title. I'm just gonna because fuck that. Why yeah. do why do we need to go over individual episodes? I'm just gonna read into points and then we'll elaborate if we need to, like we normally do. I don't know why I'm explaining this because we watch the show. Mm-hmm. And we already know what we're doing. Uh, so Bojack checks into Pastiche's a Malibu rehab facility where he grapples with memories of Sarah Lynn's death. What? he did during his career and his own troubled childhood. Essentially, I love the flashback sequences, how it brings the origin of his alcoholism, mm-hmm. how it brings the origin of Sarah Lynn's alcohol issues yeah. and drug addiction. And how, like, every time he, like, seems like, oh, well, this is the origin, just keeps stepping another step back. Like, nope, this was actually the origin. Then another step back, like, nope, tricked you. <laughs> this was actually the origin. <laughs> And it's just these weird flashbacks that Bojack has always done really, really well. These, yeah. like, like looks actually into Bojack's mind that yeah. I think really just reminisce well. That the series have done a lot, whether it's, like, talking about Joe, but Bojack's anxiety mm-hmm. and, like, all the voices in his head that's telling him he's shitty. Or it's, whether it's in, uh, like, Bojack's mom's head yeah. grippling with Alzheimer's or at least... All like the slow like decaying of her mind, yeah. But also looking back at like the past that turned her into her, which then in turn turned Bojack into Bojack. Yeah. Um. So I thought it was very cool how they like flash things together. I think that's one of the things the series has always done. I one thing I really the series enjoyed has always been insanely well written in terms of like setting things up to like bring them to like a close like seasons later. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's just small little references, like talking about um. Sarah Lynn with her like little brief shot of a planetarium and like her music video to her talking about how she always wanted to be an architect because she loved planetariums and domes and then she dies in a planetarium. And then also the people in a later episode just yeah. say, did you realize she died in a planetarium? Yeah, it's just trippy shit, man. Yeah, to like pretty much bring up the fact that people were pointing that <laughs> out. Like the show's incredibly well written, <laughs> incredibly self-referential, incredibly just topical. Which is um, we're going into uh, a fault because I think like there's two major things that I have a problem with. Mm. One of them we're going to get way later on, but uh, I want to also bring up the the crew behind this. Uh, I think most of them are responsible for Tuca and Birdie, mm-hmm. which I think some people view as same as BoJack. I've only watched the episode and a half of it. I thought it was horrendous. I thought it literally. I mean, but like to be fair, Bojack started. But on a Bojack rough was note. just like predictable. Yeah. It, but like Tuca and Birdie is like annoying. Hmm. Bojack wasn't annoying. Tuca and Birdie, like the everything from the the style being completely just unpredictable and like not focusing on anything, but not being really interesting at well. The characters being really annoying, the actresses being and any performer in there, even Reggie Watts is, I find yeah. very annoying. Um, it's just like I have ADHD and it makes me feel like I have ADHD. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> like this is the show is like the mindset of what I have in my head constantly. Huh? And like, you think, Oh, I could focus in on that. No, <laughs> Just because I don't even understand what the fuck's going on in my head. Like, that's fair. Not even a depiction of something similar to what's going on in my head. Like, just yeah. this random bullshit. But I also find, like, they mess around with stuff that's, like, just generally just, like, unfunny. And, like, I think the tongue twisters in the show are funny, but I think sometimes they're done up to a ridiculous lengths. Yeah. Which is also, they have build up because they've been doing this for six seasons. Yeah. But I think sometimes they just aren't in the right moments. Yeah. 
And I think they get too ahead of themselves. I think sometimes they just like, well, this is what we've always done, so we have to keep doing it. Yeah. Instead of like, hey, you're coming to the end of a pretty serious show that's like had elements of comedy. Like, your audience base is in for this show, not really for the comedy anymore. Yeah. Like, we've, when an episode's funny, we're like, oh, that's a nice surprise. Like, we're more here to just be depressed. Like, I point. think the Fuji's one. Yeah. Like, when Princess Carolyn does it, I think it's really, really mm-hmm. great. But I think sometimes they just felt like throughout the entire series, there's just been too many. I feel like they like try those... to force the comedic element sometimes. More yeah, so when... but that's what Tuco, Toko and Birdie felt like. I yeah. felt like I was being, and I, I'm assuming it probably grips with harsher subjects later on, but I wasn't able to get past the first two episodes. Unlike BoJack, yeah. where I was able to watch like the first half of the season yeah. and then got to the good parts. Yeah. Um, and then it, it felt like it was being funny for the purpose of just being funny when it's like... Yeah. There's no depth to behind it. There's no reason. There's no relation to anything else. Yeah. Um, when her nanny, uh, 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 when her nanny quits, Princess Carolyn struggles to b- balance the demands of work and parenting. Mister Peanut Butter visits Bojack and rehab. Mister, uh, the sequences with Princess Carolyn taking care of the baby and her out of her coming out of body. Yeah. And like all the various versions of her doing the various tasks a mother does mm-hmm. and the weird. Uh, rattle music that's in the background, the flashbacks, the synchronizing of all these different sound effects. It's very trippy. The rep- rep- repetition, rep- rep- the repetition. repetition of like phrases and like sound effects and like things from her like doing like trying to be a mother. Yeah. I, I think that's like, it's just one of those things that just hits the nail right on the head of like yeah. expressing ideas in just a gratifying way that's very visually pleasing and it doesn't feel like it's just, I don't know, being just like I don't know I think sometimes Rick and Morty is just like Rick and Morty is doing it's the same thing I found I had a problem with Tuka Birdie is it's just like I felt like it thinks itself is funny which is like you shouldn't be thinking you're big shit yeah. Cause like if you can make a personality out of that sometimes it is but like mm-hmm. Rick and Morty is just doing jokes for the bits that are just not interesting yeah and the show revolves around the bits and not the not the story and the character yeah like the actual like character not that they revolve around the character in terms of like the characters became bits but not like the actual like characterizations of characters like what they actually are so like rick and morty has like all the fourth wall breaking moments and that's what makes rick rick is that he's just annoying even though like he has a similar arc to bojack where they're both bad people yeah who sometimes have rick sometimes has emotional weight and you feel for him and Mm -hmm. you express empathy but a lot of times rick is just just like rick rick he's 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 just he's no he's just a meme yeah and like he acts like a meme where bojack is like just an asshole like but he has and, like depth to his being an asshole. Yeah, he's not just an asshole, which is sometimes Rick's issue that he's just an asshole. Bojack is an asshole, but he's an asshole where like because we've taken the time to like learn about Bojack and his past and who he is, we we understand the motivations like driving his assholeish behavior. Yeah, and also building characters around yeah. himself to interact with. Yeah, like Rick is just an asshole because we don't really know anything about rick like what made him this way besides the fact that he's just really smart and that's kind of the thing that makes that show kind of shit is like the premise their entire justification for rick being a piece of shit is that he's smart yeah also we haven't seen season four of rick and marty so yeah. there could be like is there more i don't know i don't give a shit am i gonna watch season four maybe if it's on hulu at some point 
I'm yeah, I might binge through it at one point. Yeah, because... I'm not going out of my way to watch it. Yeah, I'm not. Um, uh, um, and then Girl Krush sends Diane on the road with rugged cameraman Guy, but she balks when they ask her to produce more feel-good stories. This is where you get into the issues of Rich just doing whatever the fuck they want, and yeah. only the news is going to report on it for a little bit, but then yeah. nothing else is going to happen. There's yeah. no outcry or any actual follow-up to any of the rebellious ideas. Yeah. I think this episode's really good for saying that what was going to be Diane's main arc throughout the series of slowly coming to terms with the fact that she doesn't always have to be this, like, crusader for a cause, that she can just eventually learn how to just take care of herself, and sometimes that's enough. You don't need to take care of the whole world. And I think it's very fitting they have Lakeith. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he did, uh, Sorry to Bother You, and that's, mm. like, pretty much the same thing yeah it's like exactly the same thing different different areas of the same thing but the premise of just like we're fucked (laughs) he's just such a good actor at playing characters who are just kind of good at accepting that the universe sucks (laughs) because like he does pretty much that same cause of just very differently in atlanta yeah atlanta he's more like it's like a todd personality where it's like happily ignorant like, but not at the same time, like, very clearly not ignorant. Yeah. Like, the things that he does sometimes, like, especially in regards to, like, when he, like, goes to, like, redneck areas and, like, the way he will, like, change the way he plans to present himself. Like, he's very clearly, like, very aware of how the world is. He's just so nonchalant about it yeah. that he just accepts it and knows how to deal with it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was a terrific casting, and I'm, I'm glad he was throughout the entire series. I'm, he needs... A lot more recognition for how great of an actor yeah. he is. Yeah. Um, that, like, the whole entire thing of accusations in the show, I think, is really funny. That's one of those, like, comedic jokes where you can constantly escalate it, and I think it works really well because mm-hmm. it brings on the own irony of what itself, like, like it's like White Whale, PepsiCo, yeah. like a million other different titles because collaborations of collaborations being bought out by big industries, these huge monopolies. Yeah. I think it's really funny. Uh, Todd organizes a surprise wedding for Pickles and Mr. Peanut Butter, but quickly the party goes off the rails when Mr. Peanut Butter makes a confession that he cheated on her, and the whole entire episode's character's hiding in different yeah. parts of the house because it was it, a surprise wedding. And then, like, they were just all there, so it just kind of became a game of, like, find a character while also, like, paying attention to, like, this big, like, confessional thing going on, and just, like, all the fallout of that. And, and also interacting with Pickles... Yeah. Through her, like, her live stream, her, like, Periscope yeah. type thing. And then also, like, hiding, making sure the baby doesn't get discovered yeah. and hiding all these crevices, I think, is just very surreal and, like, typical in, like, episodes of how they lay out. It's almost like a animated bottle episode. Yeah. Which I think is really interesting, having just all of these characters in one place and not really, like, using too much of a space, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. It's something Community really did really well, and I think this show does it really well, even yeah. though it's animated and doesn't really have a need to. But just having these, like, characters, and even though the most episodes talking are just, like, slight background cast, yeah. it's mostly... This show's really good at taking, like, pretty basic concepts and then taking them to their, like, fullest. Like, another good example is the, um, the eulogy episode from the season before this one, where it... It's an episode where it takes entire the entire episode where we just Bojack delivering a eulogy and like pretty much one shot. Yeah, and you don't like it changes like shots of him, yeah. but like it never really leaves him. You don't see anything else. You just see him talking the whole episode, and it works so well because what he's saying is just so fucking funny or sad or a mixture of the two, and it just kind of moves perfectly. And 
then you have like the underwater episode where the whole gag is that like he can't really talk because they could have the whole time he just didn't know how to use his suit properly <laughs> and they're just really good at taking these like simple basic concepts and just making them these like great explorations of like how you can frame episodes and tell stories yeah uh dr champ tells bojack it's time to leave rehab much to bojack's dismay mr peanut butter's reputation takes a hit in chicago and diane wrestles with her writer's block i like the arc of diane and depression in this mm-hmm. because i think it's one of the most nuanced ways of getting help yeah. and kind of the struggle of not only reaching out for help but like accepting the help yeah and I like the way it explores like a lot of people who have depression but are also like artistically minded, the fear that they have of using antidepressants and how it could possibly affect our art and that kind of struggle where sometimes you have to decide what's more important, you being okay or your art being okay. Um I also like Mr. Peanutburger's arc in this where he uh <laughs> Because it was announced he cheated on his on his wife. Yeah, how he now has to find somebody for her to cheat on. There's that, but also at the same time, like he essentially has to be thrown in a car in front of a car yeah. almost to essentially get out of it yeah. and to becoming the face of the depression. But not only like not in a mocking way, but like at some point it actually becomes he acknowledges his own depression. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> it's like this weird like. Un- just unoccurring wave of just separate storylines that fits yeah. into this one moment. Um, the only thing with his overall arc that I have really problem with is um, I like how uh, the boy band guy you don't know his name. Yeah, I the like Justin the- Bieber fake fake yeah whatever. He, they get together because uh, Mr. Peanutbutter needs to find someone to cheat on. P- Pickles can cheat on with, but it has to be an emotional connection because she already had sex with, like a ton of guys, and she <laughs> didn't have any emotional connection, so it didn't really feel fair because Peanutbutter had an emotional connection with Diane. Yeah, and it's at the end they hook up, even though they hate each other, and they end up loving each other, and then they run off together. Yeah, um, we don't hear from them ever again. <laughs> <laughs> they or, there's like Mr. Peanutbutter picks up the phone. When Pickles dumps him, and then that's it. That's the last we hear. <laughs> that's I kind of want something like a one shot in a different episode. Doesn't need to be the end. Yeah, just something because they're they're around for a lot. Yeah, and then they're just. But that's the thing that the show does well is like characters will be around and then they'll just disappear. Well, with, they might get referenced again, but you'll never see them again. Well, Bojack's uh, ex girlfriend. Yeah, the owl from the yeah from the second season. That was nice. Yeah, because that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but. I I just don't yeah and then like his co-star from the season beforehand she just kind of vanishes yeah I I like because they set her up essentially her storyline is that because they have, like a brief comeback where she's like working on new projects and she's become like very very controlling about like stunts and things which makes sense but essentially she gets the reputation of being a bitch because she's yeah. so nervous around doing anything yeah. because Bojack abused her on set yeah um even though he's on uh. Drugs, drugs like still still but like essentially being connected to bojack ruined her in the way that was past the abuse yeah it was essentially making it shows signs of abuse and how it can affect your relationships with the world around you yeah more than you even know um but the one thing i didn't like about that uh, they set up uh kelsey's arc Mm. and how she in the mid the half season thing they set it up to where she uh is gonna direct this big budget blockbuster and it shows it's essentially showing two female roles that bojack kind of essentially screwed over yeah and 
how his connectedness either ruined or had an effect on her overall. Yeah. Um, but like we don't really see a, a end result to Kelsey's. You get like small little like don't be like signs in the background, and that's kind of it. But it's yeah, they leave a lot of arcs kind of just unfinished. And then Which, one thing I did appreciate about like the final episode we haven't gotten there yet was how literally we never see any of the characters that are introduced later on. Like we don't see Guy, we don't see um, Judah. That was his name, Judah. Judah, and we don't see um, Todd's like yeah. partner. Literally, all we see are just the characters that we had at the very beginning. We get the original cast, and that's all we see. And I think that was kind of like a nice touch, but like, I think that like in that episode, it's a nice touch. But there's still characters who we kind of needed arcs for yeah. that, not necessarily in the last episode, but just at some point beforehand. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get to that. There's one very notable one that is my biggest beef with this series. Which one? That's the season, and I'll get to it when we okay. when they when they start popping up. Um, where was I? Uh, the assistants of Hollywood go on strike. Bojack tries to help Dr. Champ. When Todd learns from his stepdad that his mother needs a kidney, Diane comes up with a plan. Uh, I like Todd's uh, gimmick with his stepdad. I thought that was very fun. At the end, Todd's stepdad is like, oh, it's so easy for you because you're white. <laughs> Not because he's like crafty or anything, just because he's white, which is kind of true. Yeah. Um, also, the idea of him having to just look like a dirty janitor. Mm-hmm. Just like almost like an immigrant that doesn't speak English. I yeah. thought it was very clever and depicts a lot of people's views of just people who are non-white. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it worked in the stereotypes really well. Um, but I, I like the idea of that rebuilding of an emotional bond. Because we don't really know much about Todd's mother. We just know mm-hmm. she kicked him out. And we kind of start getting bits and pieces of it a little bit more as things go on throughout yeah. the season. But yeah. It's it's nice that it came to a conclusion. Yeah. I don't think... And it's weird how, like, it was pretty much until, like... We got, like, bits and pieces of, like, Todd's backstory, like, um, in regards to, his, like, his old girlfriend and, like, things like that. And, like, eventually how he eventually found his way to be on BoJack's couch. But we never really get Todd's, like, actual backstory. Like, we get weird little bits about, like, his connection to, like, the mob. Yeah. Every once in, a while. in the first episode, he's, like, being held yeah. against his will until he gives someone a quinceanera. Yeah, and there's, like, various flashbacks to things like that every once in a while. But then we actually get, like, a backstory of, like, what his family was like and how pretty much they just didn't understand his whole nonchalant attitude towards existing and they expect him to be something more and he didn't really care to. Mm, yeah. And it's nice how, like, eventually we got a backstory. It's just it's kind of weird that it came so late in the game for such a main character. Also, the Hollywood assistants going on strike, I think, is is funny because it showcases Princess Carolyn being a bit evil, but yeah. also having a heart at the end of the day. Because I think yeah. all the characters in the show are a little bit evil. Yeah. There's, like, I think Todd is probably the only, like, true, pure character in the whole series. And even he has, like, these bizarre moments where it's, like, a little questionable like you have like you have the joking ones where he has to kill like the sex bot ceo yeah and or you have like the moments where like why was he connected to the mob <laughs> he's watched people die like type of thing but like at the end he's still like this kind of just peaceful happy individual yeah. who's kind of pretty pure at heart and like you have peanut butter who seems that but it's more just ignorance yeah it's, like he does some truly shitty things just out of ignorance and just only self-concern yeah uh, Bojack travels around the con- country connecting 
with reconnecting with the ones I love while Mr. Petey Butter embarks on his own national tour as the face of depression as Sad Dog and gets something he's been dreaming of his whole entire life. A crossover episode. Yeah. This episode, the face of depression, is the best episode of the entire series because it's just it's it's the nice episode before the pit of depression that, that is, is the rest of the series. Because yeah. you have them going uh, un- unawarely, Bojack ends up in DC mm-hmm. and he connects with Mr. Peanut Butter and they go to uh, some Smithsonian yeah. and the old set to Mr. Peanut Butter's house is there and they do the, do the bit. Yeah. This is a crossover episode. It's so nice and wholesome and it's just a nice moment. Yeah, you get Bojack planning on becoming like a teacher mm-hmm. and like just planning on getting his like life together life together like these fiends just like seeming like fiends are going to start like like you, you don't see like the actual like plan but like you see like the starting of it when he goes to um hollyhocks college and you just see the fiends like oh this is the happy ending for bojack that we all kind of want before you get to the realization like this isn't something that he should have yeah also that director episode was uh directed by aaron long who does uh soul blown tangy mustard it's a great animated web series it's on youtube i'd recommend you check it out it's super fun um a reporter digs in a reporter digs in the circumstances surrounding Sarah Lynn's death. I like this arc involving Sarah Lynn and mm-hmm. digging up Bojack's past. How it leads to things. The reporters are fucking annoying. Yeah. And when I was the reason I brought up Tuca and Birdie and this type of comedy that's just trying to be funny, but it, it doesn't have anything in relation to it. That is the reporters. Yeah. It has it is it's just stupid. Like, it was kind of funny, like, the first time we introduced him, where it's, like, these old-school reporters in, like, a modern If setting. it was for a bit, just, like, a yeah. single, isolated bit in an episode. But then it just kept going. It kept on going. And then they gave him an arc. Yeah. And then they didn't finish the and fucking they arc. they up the arc. It's, like, halfway, it's like halfway through... Like, it made me think about things because, like, the creator of the show talked about how he had greater ambitions and he doesn't mm-hmm. think Netflix is letting... Uh, creators have those great ambitions yeah. and it made me think the show was kind of rushed in some aspects mm-hmm. and like the only thing I could think of is like I like that the show he ended here because I think it needed to end here yeah. even last season I'm like I don't think they can do too much more of this because yeah. like there isn't too much yeah. more to do when you send the character to rehab you know like the show has to come to an end soon yeah like, when the whole character is based around his like addictions and like unless you're just gonna do this endless loop and at some yeah. point you become Simpsons yeah where there's no point to anything and it's just Homer eating just, pant. Yeah. <laughs> Eat pant. Um, Eat my shorts. But like, like the only thing I really got out of the interview and it kind of made me, f- like I don't know if he's actually an asshole, but it kind of seems a little bit stuck upish because it's like, ideas need to end and I understand yeah. like maybe you had greater ideas for Tuco and Birdie, but like Bojack kind of needed to end there and yeah. like, the only greater ambition of arcs that you kind of missed was the interviewers and they were fucking annoying and you cut them off at the right time because you need to go back to your main characters and not spend so much time focusing on the interviewers. Yeah. They needed a character that was a buffer, but they didn't need that buffer to be fucking irritating. Yeah. Like there's no characters can be annoying. Yeah. But at some point you have to give them depth, yeah. and they never give them depth. They have like this brief moment of depth where it's like, oh, the two like, reporters fall in love with yeah. each other, but one's set to be married. But then they just ignore it, and then they don't do anything with it, and then it's just over, and then they're gone. <laughs> and who gives a shit? Then return ever again. Yep. <sighs> that was stupid. That yep. that that like rids the last like episode of the first half and like the first half of the second half. Yeah, and it's just so fucking annoying. Like, the only time I think they're entertaining 
is when like one of the guys is getting himself a drink. I think that's pretty funny, but like the characters together are just so like just jealously stupid. Mm-hmm. Like I don't understand the point of it. Yeah. Um then you get into Bojack begins teaching an acting class at Wesleyan University. Hollyhock establishes some boundaries between her and her relationship with Bojack. Um Hollyhock discovers that through uh one of the friends of what is um the daughter's name Oh fuck, what was her name? I can't remember. But she discovers Bojack essentially almost had sex with a minor. Yeah. And he's a creepy, 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 creepy dude that gave alcohol to minors and yeah. almost slept with one. And uh left one dude to deal with one girl's alcohol poisoning. Yep. Uh and essentially, you get this strain where Bojack doesn't know what's going on. He's almost ignorant to this. Yeah. To the situation. But Hollyhock isn't. Doesn't know how to deal with the situations and dealing with putting up a boundary. Yeah. Uh, while Diane, Diane's depression. Oh, also, another thing with independent scene study there's a scene where all the students go to. Uh, Bojack's AA yeah. to try to prove that they're good actors. Uh, the first two times they did it was funny, and the one girl like I don't understand. Like, and then she like actually like he said something about like needing to get her shit together, and then so she shut up because she actually had a problem. And then Bojack just thought she was another one of the acting students, like trying to just butt in. So basically, like she was actually there for actual problems to actually get. Help. We don't see anything. Then that just ends, <laughs> and like there's no like continuation. Like that's a thing that like. Yeah, that's, like, kind of a funny bit where, like, because of all these other students, he f- fucked up that one Yeah, moment. like, one dude was, like, acting like an old dude. But you need to follow up on that. Like, you need to, like, actually get the scene or, like, he, like, attempts to fix that. You can't just leave that open like that and then just move on like nothing happened. Uh, while Diane's depression migrates, the damage done to her, she's struggling to write her new memoir. Harley reporters pay a visit to Penny to question her. Uh, Diane's arc of being creative, I think, is really interesting, just showcasing that style of yeah. depression and how it affects just your everyday overall life. But also the the idea of being good at something you don't want to do is really interesting because yeah. we all have ambitions, but we're not really good enough. Not all of us are Sometimes, good enough yeah. Yeah, to lead up to what our ambitions are. Yeah, It's more our ambitions are something separate that we don't even know yet. Yeah. And I think her being good at writing uh, mall teenage teenage mall novels, yeah, yeah, is really interesting. Uh, um, while Max and Paige interview Mr. Peanut Butter Pickles and Joey Pogo learn that to resolve their distance, while Bodrak tries to connect all the dots on what's happening after an alarming phone call, so he's tr- attempting to figure out, yeah, essentially why his world's coming apart in front of him and yeah. trying to figure out whether he tells the truth or not mm-hmm. and the struggle to live with himself, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then when Sarah Lynn's story comes out, Bojack does a live interview for the first time since he was on Filbert and Diane meets Guy's son. The relationship Diane and Guy, I think is funny. Guy's, uh, Guy's son's like a teenager, but yeah. he doesn't believe his, his parents are divorced yeah. and don't love each other. And when you bring that up, he cries, <laughs> uh, which is something that's both ironically funny and kind of truthfully funny and also very sad because it's like it's a thing that happens happens. yeah um and her her building a diane building a a relationship with her i think is very 
Yeah, and like in the way it's done, it's done in that like kind of way where you're like you clearly want to do something, but you're like so blocked off by like doing it the normal way. Do you have to kind of do it for these like weird, goofy like ways? Like his connection through like the weird like mall detective, detective novel. novel and just like talking about it and um. So Bojack's interview, I think, is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the fact also, like, I, I, I think that's such a perfectly organized scene. And then Bojack's urge to do it again, I think, is almost a, a bigger representation of his... Of not only that, how Hollywood works, mm-hmm. how industry works, how characters work, how we're force-feeding these idea, these people to us and yeah. doing everything for content. But also, like... The downfall of like all the things he did, and how kind of things can shift at a sudden notice or yeah. be projected to be hero moments, and also almost doing cancel culture, mm-hmm. which Bojack has things that should get him canceled. Yeah, but he also at the same time does things that make him a good human being. So and it also brings a point for while cancel culture is shitty because it, it prevents people from growing sometimes, but also it's like it's, it's necessary. Yeah, to, it's weird how the second interview like pretty much covered both the positives and the negatives of cancel culture, like all in just like one setting. Because like it covered the like there are people who do truly shitty things that need to be canceled, i.e. Bojack and I think Penny was the daughter. Was Penny the yeah, yeah, the mother? Someone like that. Either or. And like how like yeah that's a really shitty thing that he needs to be canceled for. But then they also brought up the owl, and they're like, well, she was like just in a coma. Like he was like, it. They brought up like that as like, oh, he takes advantage of like vulnerable women. How that wasn't the motivations behind it. Like it was literally because like she didn't know him, and it was just somebody he could have like a fresh, clean start with. And it wasn't taking advantage of her like at all. It was actually the exact opposite. Where he was, his celebrity wasn't a part of it. It was just two people who like related to each other. Mm-hmm. And how, but like that's not the context that's not the way they played it so it can showcase how like sometimes cancel culture like just takes things out of context to mm-hmm. use cancel and then like it showcases sometimes where it's just basically just the whole aspect of like how cancel culture is and how sometimes it's good and how generally speaking it's good because bojack ultimately does deserve to be canceled but like how sometimes the way it comes about isn't always yeah. correct yeah it, it it can be good but i think also sometimes it can be bad i yeah. think I just hate the idea of like someone immediately getting canceled. Yeah. Like, unless you commit genocide. Yeah. There's things that should get you canceled. Yeah. Like definitely. 100%. But like, also at the same time, like, there are things that are complete bullshit. Like people were trying to cancel Lizzo after she showed her ass at an NBA game. Yeah. And she was like memeing it up. I'm like, I don't think that's how you. That's, that's, that's not. That's. There's so many worse things people are doing, and they're not getting canceled. <laughs> Don't cancel Lizzo over that. Um, if fucking Quentin Tarantino can keep making movies <laughs> while basically assaulting his actors and actresses on set, and just pretty much gratifying his foot fetish on and camera, just, and just being a racist, and being a racist piece of shit who still stood by Weinstein for like quite a while, and he's not canceled. Don't 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 cancel. Also, ScarJo. Yeah, also ScarJo. If ScarJo can continue to be the fucking weird, transphobic, racist piece of shit that she is, who just fucking weirds me out. She just weirds me out at this point. The reason she wanted to do Jojo Rabbit is because she really wanted to do a film with Hitler. Probably. (laughs) Uh, Bojack now pariah after his disastrous interview gets a new AA sponsor, who's Cliff, who's essentially just the 
uh, what's his name? Mel Gibson character. Yeah. Essentially. Pretty much. He's Mel, pretty- Mel Gibson. Um, oh, what's his name? I can't. Th- we watched a bunch of his movies the other day. We did. Oh, Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. Yeah. yeah. Nicolas Cage character where he just keeps on fucking up. And Except like- Nicolas Cage like only fucks up based mostly on just his, his movie choices. He's not a piece <laughs> of shit as much as like he's done like some shitty things, but like nowhere near the like level of, like Mel. Mel yeah, Mel Gibson's Mel just yeah. uh, is a racist. He's a and, racist, and he's uh, not like xenophobic. What's the thing where you anti-Semitic? Yeah, he's just a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, Todd plans to party to impress his parents. Diane finally gets to learn about Sonny and they connect, which is nice. Um, Angela Diaz reaches out to Bojack with the pop positions and Bojack essentially now has downtrodden place. You see him in the horny unicorn makeup mm-hmm. and like it gives me a really like Nick Cage vibe yeah. of just being so down on your stardom that you have to do something so shitty and stupid. Yeah. Like work with uh no, he didn't. He didn't do the uh, uh, Fred Durst film. That was uh, that was John Travolta. John Travolta, same yeah. person. Basic. I mean, face off. <laughs> we don't know who's who anymore. They switched faces. We don't in know real life. Yeah, we don't know if they switched back. <laughs> I think they did because well, yeah, but we don't know if they actually did. See, here's the thing. What if they only pretended to switch their faces the first time, but then they actually switched their faces the final time? What if they only emotionally switch their faces? Exactly. So Nick Cage thinks he's John. What Devotial. if they use the soul transferring machine? No, I think I think it's better where it's like, it's like that episode of Community where Abed and uh, Troy switch bodies, but they only do it as like a bit because they're trying to avoid their own problems. So I think it's funny if they did it that way. Yeah. <laughs> For the last, like, two decades, Nick Cage has been John Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> Mentally in his head, he thinks he's John Travolta. That's perfect. And that explains why he got his tomb taken away from him. Yes. Because it was all John Travolta's fault. Exactly. Not his. <laughs> uh, uh, Princess Carolyn gets a sweet offer from Lenny Turtletop, and Todd forms a scheme to see his mother. Uh, honestly, I thought... Todd seeing his mother was just going to be his stepdad leaving a dead body in the bed because that's what I thought was signalizing. I thought it was signalizing like a psycho-like moment with the window where it's just like, oh, he's been the stepmom the entire time. I did too. I thought, I did think it was going to be like, oh, like he like went crazy. I think it was more that she died from complications yeah. of the surgery and that his dad was just trying to hide it from him because he did it. But also leaving on the legacy. Yeah. <laughs> um... I like the scene with Angela where Bojack's in this kind of like old mansion and she essentially wants to make an edited version of, of horsing around, around without around. Yeah. Without Bojack. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah, I, I feel like it was trying to commentate a little bit on like the Cosby show. Like no, how, it did. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But like how, how it's like, obviously like Cosby, terrible human being. Yeah. But, like, the Cosby show is insanely influential. Yeah. So like, you can't have the influence of the Cosby show without the unfortunate aspect that, like, Cosby is part of it. Yeah. And, like, if you were to edit out all of Cosby, you're left with really nothing. Yeah. I think, uh, even though you don't really care for him, and I, I think he's on the edge of decency, I think uh, Dave Chappelle's, uh, one of his older specials covers, yeah. one of his more recent specials covers Cosby mm-hmm. and the nuance of, like, how the show is... It was good because he brought in, like, advisors to make sure black 
people were yeah. presented in a way that was dignified and yeah. there wasn't any stereotypes or stereotypical nonsense in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually representation, yeah. but also at the same time, he was a rapist. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> um, Bojack reconnects with some old family members and friends he hasn't seen in years oh. because he's Dying. almost dead. This is the thing where me and Max had a pretty big split because I wanted Bojack to die in that episode. I, I wanted... Depending on what his arc was, maybe. I didn't want him to have an arc. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like... I think it relates to some people it, better because, yeah. like... In, I, in the way, the not like people generally, but more like how stars have fallen yeah. is they usually end up like Sarah Lynn and dying. And I thought that would A, be like the ultimate like representation of like his arc because like Sarah Lynn kind of was his fault and then he ultimately just goes the same route as her. I also thought that it was going to tie into the opening like montage, like the opening like um the opening track like that we've yeah. got every single season because the one thing that never changed was he falls in a pool. Yeah, and then he looks up. And then he looks up. And I thought that was going to be where that finally comes into play is he drowns and dies in a pool. Yeah. His pool. And I also thought that it would be the best ending because what we ultimately got is kind of what I didn't want. Yeah. Because we're the ending that we ended up getting with oh, him. read it. Uh, a celebration of merriment brings people together at Princess Carolyn's wedding. Bojack and uh, Diane. Diane are put in a frame for very, very long, implying that they will maybe or maybe not kiss. But it's definitely awkward. Yeah. I, I don't think they were. it was implying that they were going to kiss. I think it was just more of like what, if their friendship was going to continue to be able to exist after that point. And what I didn't want from the show's finale, which is ultimately what, there's pretty much, I thought, two, pretty much only two ways you could in this show. Mm-hmm. One was you implied that BoJack Horseman could either get better or just keep going down through his cycles over and over again, which is what we got with the ambiguous ending, where like he's back out of rehab and shit, and he's trying to like reacclimate to the world, a world that no longer gives a shit about him or even can recognize him. And either he's going to make peace with that world and he's finally going to get better, but just continue a life of obscurity, which will probably eat at him as well, or he's just going to keep trying to make himself important and keep slipping yeah. and falling and just keep going through these cycles over and over again. Or the ending I wanted is Bojack just dies. Yeah. He slips up and he slips so hard that he dies literally slipping into a pool and dying and then the final episode is just the world without bojack which is kind of what we got a little bit because like people moved on while bojack was just gone yeah he was in prison because bojack uh goes to a house that he doesn't own anymore because he his his essentially is uh he lost all his money his financer is that what you would call it sold the house to a realtor to a family that wasn't gonna live there which yeah. is weird because they say that like the shoot was going to be in some different location that wasn't yeah. L.A., but they end up showing there anyway, which is... Yeah. But it's... Yeah, so... I wanted just... What I wanted was Bojack's... Because I feel like Bojack arc can pretty much either end with the ambiguous of like, he's going to keep doing shit over and over again, or he can end with his death. And ambiguity was, like I thought, the obvious choice. Yeah. I wanted the less obvious choice. I wanted that fucking gut punch yeah. of this show. Because this show has done some fucking major gut punches over and over again. Yeah. When Sarah Lynn died, gut punch. Bojack's mom. Bojack's mom, gut punch. I thought Bojack dying was like the final ultimate gut punch that this show had in store for us. 
and I thought that would have been a very symbolic way, especially with the episode being symbolic of like all of the people in his life who have just gone. You had like um, the horse, the racehorse. Um, fucking what was his name? I can't remember. But like lightning McQueen. Lightning, yeah. <laughs> um, committing suicide and yeah. dying, and like that's even what the episode was titled on was his poem about his view from halfway down yeah. and how like in this final moments of death he realizes he it, it's terrifying. Yeah, and he doesn't really want to die anymore, but it's too late. And I thought that was like the poetic final moment for Bojack is like his life has been this downward spiral of depression and hatred, ultimately realizing that he just kind of doesn't really like existing or like himself. And maybe deep down, he just wants to be dead. Yeah. Then these last final moments, realizing that's not what he wants, but it's just too late for him. Yeah. And then you have Sarah Lynn who like went to rehab and then like spiraled out of control because of Bojack again and then ultimately died. And Bojack went to rehab and ultimately would spiral out of control again, not both because of himself, but also because of the fucking asshole who was his sponsor, who pretty much got him back into drinking and all this shit, and then ultimately dies. I thought that would be, like, the perfect, like, poetic ending for Bojack's story. It's just the culmination of all these arcs that he's created for himself <laughs> culminated in this final moment of just realization of death. And then he's gone. Yeah. And then the world has to just come to terms with the fact that there is no longer a Bojack in their life. Yeah. And either that's freeing or it's saddening to them. I feel like in prison, like, they kind of got that, but you don't get the ultimate, like, punch because these are people who, like, had kind of left Bojack behind. Yeah. And they would have to come to terms with the fact that they were no longer there to maybe save him. Yeah. But instead, you just, oh, he went to prison. He's still alive. At least he's not dead. Yeah. And they can move on. Prison's different from death. Yeah, very different. Yeah, but like it brings different energy. Yeah, and death is death will bring change, as Parquet Course says. Yeah. Um. So like, I feel like the death ending would have been better. Yeah. Because you would have have characters moving on, but also having to come to terms with their own parts that they played. Like you're not responsible for anybody's like well being. Yeah. Is something that people have to like come to terms with, but also at the same time, you can't help but feel responsible, even if you're not. Yeah. Like Bojack's death, if he had died, would have been no one's fault but his own, yeah. ultimately. But people would still feel the blame. Like Todd probably would have felt the blame for not for having abandoned him, for no longer being his friend, for no longer being his like com- constant yeah. confidant. Diane would have felt bad for literally just moving away mm-hmm. and moving on for life and not caring about him and not thinking about him anymore. Mr. Peanut Butter probably wouldn't have given a shit. Yeah. Because Mr. Peanut Butter never really did anything. And then Princess Carolyn, like would have come to terms with the fact that, like, she always tried, but would, she would always question if she tried enough and did enough. Yeah. And I think that would have been, like, a more emotionally painful ending, but I think it would have been a more compelling ending. Yeah. I think the ending that we got is just... The ambiguity, as you said, was very predictable, but I also yeah. thought it was just, like... It's not that the ending was sad that was bad. It was just, yeah. like... I don't know. It felt... You said predictable. I think it... Yeah. But also, like... I don't know. It's like, we've seen this before. Yeah. Multiple times. And, like, it doesn't... Sometimes you just want an ending. Yeah. And... Or, like, you at least need to highlight something aspects in this world that were, like... That weren't around Bojack. Because the ending in itself, it's like, while the main characters are happy, it's still Bojack's show. Yeah. But also, Bojack wasn't all these characters. No. And you still have all these characters that were great, greatly made and written and like at the end i think after the ambiguity of their relationship i think what the good place did i'm not gonna say what good place did but i'm gonna say executive uh mechanisms but like i'm not gonna reveal pop points or anything so basically the main character's arc ends 
Then you cut to a more secondary character who's part of the main cast. His 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 uh, role. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice comedic bit. I think if you cut to Todd, if you cut to uh, Princess Carolyn, and them being happy for a second, it would make this seem way more impressive. Yeah. Because Bojack isn't the main world. We sh- At no. the end, it's like, these other characters are having a very happy life. And like, just because the main show is Bojack is sad doesn't mean it doesn't need to be sad it means it's just not fulfilling in that one mechanism you did in editing it yeah literally you could cut to todd doing anything else yeah or even just if you do the cut do like this like ambiguous nature where it's like what happens to these people now that bojack is back yeah because how you cut it it seems like the only person who might be affected is diane but she's just gonna move away and be fine yeah like what happens to todd and princess carolyn because princess carolyn like mentioned something about like jobs how like he could do like some work still in the future. Like, what is the possibility of, like, happening, him just basically bringing her down again because he's going to inevitably do shit again? Yeah. But it doesn't really have any of that ambiguity, like, in that regard. It's pretty much these people are fine, but what about Bojack now? If you're going to do the ambiguity of, like, is Bojack going to be okay or not, play into, like, what his okay or not is going to do to these other people. Yeah. Because we spend all this time, like, with Bojack knowing that he's a piece of shit who goes through these cycles and, like, can do some good but can also do some bad. And that's why these people stay with him is because he can do some good. Play up the part where, like, these people will still stay with him and, like, what happens when he inevitably does bad again. Yeah. But mm-hmm. instead, he's alive. Everybody's happy except for Bojack. Bojack might be happy. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Who fucking cares? Well, people obviously care. But so pretty much the either way is either kill him off or play up the aspect of like he's still alive and what does that mean for other people? Yeah. Um So we're not doing Google reviews, but what do other people think about this show? Well, on Google reviews, ninety percent of people who watched this or, or uh, rated this liked it. So Good. it's better than Silent Hill. Good. Uh IMDB's eight point seven, also better than Silent Hill. Good. We're not gonna do reviews, but the scores yeah. are still better than Silent Hill, which mm-hmm. is nice for something to be better than Silent Hill. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. is it good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The show is an S. This season's like an A. Yeah. The show as a whole, definitely S tier. This season's, a, it's an A+. Plus. It's yeah. not quite an S, but it's a yeah. good Yeah. See, they have had, I think the fifth season was best. Second season was... Fifth and third seasons? Fifth, third, fourth. Three, four, five were probably the best seasons. Yeah. One's probably the worst just because it has a weak first half. F. But it's also just, it, it's more predictable. Yeah. It's more stereotypical comedy. And, like, it's, it's, a- it's dark moment, because, like, the series always had, like, a pretty, like, it had almost, like, a formula with, like, what happened in each season. Not, like, what happened, like, how they were, things happened. So, like, the second to last episode was always the darkest moment in yeah. that season. And then the next season would kind of set up the future. And, like, they even did that again with this season, because, like, the second to last episode is the one where Bojack may or may not die, and it's trapped with all this things, and then, like, the sets up the ambiguous future. Yeah. But, like, it, even it, that se- first season's, like, second to last episode of its dark moment isn't even that dark. It's just Bojack in a drug-fueled tirade trying to write a book and just, like, all that crazy nonsense. Yeah. Second season's where they start fucking, like, fucking people over and killing people. Yeah. Like, that's when the really, like, that penultimate episode of the season, like, really starts getting dark. Yeah. Uh, a, what's our final terrible segment? Do we need one? This episode's been going on for fucking Yeah. Long. Uh, say something really stupid and really bad. Do a really bad tongue twister. 
Oh, I thought I was, I was about to make a joke. He said something really stupid and really bad. I was like, Green Day's new album is great. Because <laughs> that's really stupid and really bad. That was terrible. Yeah. That was, was no, like, your, your joke was terrible. I know it was. Yeah. So you did, you seeded the, the final terrible segment. segment. We did not know what it was, and it was bad. And it was truly terrible. Um, I can't just pull up a tongue twister off my head. I need at least some. Yeah. I was, I was expecting you to just do something really terrible, though. Oh. What would a terrible tongue twister be? But. There's too late now. Yeah. You already you already made that mistake. Is it a film? No. Yeah. It, it, it isn't. No, this it's is a TV this show. A, this is a TV show. It's not even like <laughs> it it's a TV show. You can show make the theory that it's you can make digitally the, animated, so it's not even like on film. You make the point that it's it's, it's multiple fu- films. No, you can't. <laughs> all right. It's not a film in any regard because A, it's a TV show, not a film like in terms of a movie. It's digitally made, so it was not made on film. And it's done through a streaming platform, so it wasn't even pro- pro- turned into film to be projected. It is in no way, shape, or form a film. Till next time, guys. I've been Vincent. This is not a film. <laughs> <laughs> People follow the Anthony Todd show. You find us at Twitter. Or you follow is a film slash Anthony Todd. You find us Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Anthony Todd. YouTube.com forward slash the Anthony Todd show. Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and Spotify. By searching the Anthony Todd show on your favorite podcast browser. And you want to support us monetarily? Patreon.com forward slash the Anthony Todd show. But until next time, guys, I've been Vincent. And I've been Jonathan. Give me money. <laughs> Give me money. <laughs> Give us both money. <laughs> My money. Until next time, guys. See ya. See ya.